Sacrifice by P.C. The forest is dark. There is only a distant light ahead. She continues to walk down the dusty path. She's wearing a long black gown with a long slit one of the sides. Not knowing what is ahead, as she gets closer, there is screams of pain and chanting going on. She thinks that she is coming into some sort of cult. Hiding behind the bushes, she sees men chanting. They are wearing cloaks with hoods. In the center of the circle is a table of some sort, knowing that she has to get closer and not to be noticed. She grabs a cloak and covers her body with it, walking up to the group, not saying a word. She sees that the table has ropes and tools for whatever they have planned. Then suddenly someone shows up and says, Our prize is missing! Now, the woman begins to shake and wants to sneak out, knowing that she is the prize, or should I say, the prisoner to be sacrificed. She keeps her cool and slips into the woods, only to be spotted. She is caught after she has ripped her gown. Oh, the captor says, you will not need that soon anyway. Struggling to get away, she is unable to. She is brought to the center of the circle for all to see the leader is dressed in a white cloak and says, strip her. Now they stand back so their leader can inspect the prize, feeling and prodding his fingers, fondling her plump breasts. Then, with a quick blow, smacks her face and forces her onto the table. Tie her. He first ties her wrists. Chants are starting again. She can't move. She is now bent over, her feet barely touching the ground, her ankles are being held, her breasts are being rubbed against the roughness of the table, and her wrists are spread from the top of the corners of the table. Her ass is so nicely rounded that it makes it an easy target. The leader, who will now be called Master X, has granted that all of the group may feel, spank, or fondle her lovely butt. They begin. There is about 20 people in the group. The first one starts off feeling some spank. By the time all have felt her, in a way, her backside is warm and ready for Mr. X. Master X calls for his bag. Now, she is going to feel pain like she never has felt before. He takes a whip out and starts to smack her ass, all over her ass, making it red and swollen. Then he grabs a belt and smacks her butt, her legs, and her lower back. And every time she is hit, her body moves and her breasts feel the roughness of the table. There is a nice heat starting between her thighs, but that does not concern Master X. He continues to push her. He wants her to be his, and he knows if he stops, now she will just do the same. He then takes a riding crop and starts to smack her red swollen ass. He takes the crop and smacks her pussy and thighs. She screams in pain, or is it pleasure? Her feelings are so confused. But Master X does not stop. Next, he takes out a cane. He canes her legs, ass, and lower back as hard as he can, leaving welts all over her. As the chants get louder, Master X smacks her faster. Not once, not twice, but at least in the tens or twenties. Then, last, he takes a hairbrush. Oh, this feels terrible on her swollen red ass, but he continues, but this time 
he has ordered her to stand. She can barely stand from the pain. The tears are running down her face with the men in cloaks holding her. He then takes the hairbrush and smacks her breasts. He hits her hard, making them hurt. Then he uses the tools he used on her ass, on her breasts, but not as hard. Master X wants her to remember what took place. He takes the whip, leaving red marks on her breasts as they jiggle with every blow. Then he takes the riding crop, then the cane on her whole body aches. But she is not finished. She is then tied spread eagle onto the table. The chanters are issued to leave, only to return. A ball gag is placed in her mouth. The butt plug is then shoved into her ass. Clamps are placed on her nipples, already sore and red. And clamps are then placed on her pussy lips. And a vibrator is placed, making her totally in Master X's control. You will stay there and I will return for you in the morning, Master X states. And the chanters and he walk into the darkness, worried. She tries to struggle free. She hears the night's noise of owls in the bushes, distant owls. She starts to doze, but the vibrator keeps her awake. At one point, something comes up and sniffs her pussy and leaves. She is tired and uncomfortable. She dozes off, unaware that someone has come. They undo her bindings. She is still gagged and the painful clamps on her pussy and nipples. She is carried to a tent, laid down, still tied, so not to kick or injure herself. She feels a warm blanket covering her body, but then she looks up. And the person is gone. But now she is warm, but very sore and unable to move. By morning, she hears rustling in the tent. She knows something is up. She tries to move. That is when she realizes she can't. Two men enter the tent, grab the woman, and carry her back to the center of the forest, tie her again to the table. Now she is unable to fight and wonders what is going to happen next to her. Master X enters, unknowing that she had been removed over the night. Remove the vibrator and the butt plug and the gag, he orders, taking his fingers. He tugs on her chain, sending shivers down her spine. She lets out a silent scream and utters, Bastard. Master X hears, but only tugs harder, making her lips stretch even more in agony. He whispers in her ear, What did you say? She can only shake her head. No, the pain. It feels like her pussy lips are tearing off. She holds the chain. He stands up and cheers to the crowd. She is mine. Now she must be cleaned and prepared for the ceremony. The clamps are taken off, making more painful now. Then, when first placed on her, she is untied and led to the lake, where she is washed by another female slave. The girl starts to cry as the soap hits her, but not saying a word, knowing that the slave has had the same treatment she is endured. Finally, she is rinsed and instructed to walk out. She is toweled, still naked. She is led to the other side of the grounds to a tent. She notices that everyone is minding their own business, like they are unaware that she is walking by them. Outside the tent door, she is asked to enter. She does. And inside, Master X awaits. Come, my pet. Here is where I will name you and plant my seed. Unwilling, she is laid on the skins of the floor of the tent. Her wrists are bound to the post. 
for her protection and of the Master X. He then takes off his cloak. He is a magnificent man. Muscles are gleaming. He spreads her thighs and looks at her. Smiling, he kisses her pussy lips and starts to lick them, sliding his tongue all around and inside. She likes this feeling, and it soothes the pain she had felt. He continues to suckle on her lips, entering her clit as deep as he can go. The juices begin to flow, and soon she is aroused and comes onto his tongue. Master X is pleased and moves his tongue up. He starts to lick and nibble on her sore breasts. First, it stings. Then, it feels good. His tongue is warm and sensitive to the torture he inflicted on her. He then turns her over and looks at her swollen ass and begins licking her butt cheeks. He feels the heat from them and he rubs some cream on her ass and onto a shaft that he places on her butt. He glides into her slowly and painfully it enters. She starts to be fucked, slamming in and out. There's only grunts coming out of her now. When he is about to come, he spurts his cum all over her swollen ass. Then he flips her back onto her back. Are you ready? He asks. Ready for what? My seed, of course. He bursts out. She doesn't say a word, and he guides his cock into her, passing her swollen pussy lips, pumping her insides, his cock deep within her, and fucks her like there is no tomorrow. He comes inside of her as she orgasms, making them shudder with excitement. He leans over and unties her wrists and kisses her now. Now you are mine, and your name is Princess from now on. And now you are free to go, dress in the robe, and leave, my princess. She walks out of the tent, and there is nothing 